Enough, 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 enough. Welcome to Speak, family. Now look, I am Emmanuel Acho, but it's not about me. I don't do this by myself. I got a whole crew with me, so please welcome, starting at NFL Insider, David Hellman. Dave, where you at, big dog? Where you at, Dave? Now look, the next person needs no introduction, but they pay me a lot of money to introduce people. So as a result, he will get an introduction. Hold the applause, because I got to get through a lot. Eagles, all-time rushing leader, all-pro, six-time Pro Bowl, future Hall of Fame running back, my former teammate, my guy, the one and only, LaShawn Shady McCoy. man. Dave Hellman is impressive. I have to admit, he's impressive. Thank you. LaShawn McCoy is impressive. But truly, in the sports industry, I do not know anyone that is more impressive in every way, shape, or form than the one and only Joy Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. Bowl here in about 48 hours. The game is going to be crazy, absolutely crazy. We're going to start off the show with the only question that really needs to be answered. Who is going to win and why? LaShawn McCoy, you won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs? Go with them, go with them first. Oh, go, go with them first. first. Go with them first. You're going to dodge it. Go with them You're first. You're going to dodge it. I'm not going to dodge it. Okay. I'm dodging it all week. My teammates, go, y'all go first. Okay. <laughs> My dog, LaShawn McCoy, won the coin toss and he deferred. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Dave Hellman will receive. Dave Hellman, who's going to win and why? Way back in August, we all made Super Bowl picks, right? I don't mean to throw anybody under the bus, but I, I think the three, the teams that you three picked are all gone. They're all, they're not here. We're just starting the show with Shade, all right. The team that I picked who'd is still pick? playing. Who'd you pick? The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah! I'll be honest. Hey, Dave. If I knew they were going against the best roster in football, there you go. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. This is a really tight game. It's the two number one seeds. 
But I'm not jumping off the bandwagon the two days before the game. Don't I've been it. on it all year. All year long. <coughs> I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. I picked them in August. Thank you. I've been calling him the two-time MVP for a month. I can finally call him that now. They, they got Patrick Mahomes, the two-time MVP, a guy I can already call a Hall of Famer. They got Chris Jones on the defensive line. They, do. they got Travis Kelsey. They do. Their roster overall is not as good, but they have difference makers where it matters. Yeah. And I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but I trust them to do it. I got Kansas City in a close one. Eagles fans, how do y'all feel about that take, man? <laughs> Hey, I didn't boo you. They did. Sure. I didn't sure. boo you. I'm innocent. You are wearing green. No blood on I my hands. <laughs> Joy, the brilliant Taylor, where do you stand? Who is going to win this game? We've been waiting all year long for this prediction. Who is going to win this game and why? So, I guess it's that time. Got to commit. Got to commit. Got to commit. Well, I've really been riding with them all season long, so I'm going to stick with the Philadelphia <laughs> defense girl that's in my blood as we know and that's really what I love about this team I love Jalen Hurts I love what they've done on the offensive side of the ball all pro it's hard to do hard to do <laughs> it is hard to do MVP candidate finalists but the Eagles defense is really all time we talked a lot about the Niners defense this year and they were flashy and they were great no question but the Eagles defense really did something historical in all time this year they're third all time in sacks yeah. behind defenses that we speak about in lore. 85 Bears type stuff. Minted yeah. as the, yes, behind yeah. them, behind them. So uh, they just do it kind of quietly. They do. Just consistent. They do. It's a group, group effort. Doesn't matter if you're a starter or you're the backup, you're getting busy. And I love that about this team, and that's what they're going to need mm-hmm. to beat a player like Patrick Mahomes. No question about it, 2-5. You want to go you want me to go? You want to go? I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready to go. Don't have me go. Okay. I've been waiting on this. I thought it would be a game time decision, right, because – I am biased, but then again, I, I got to do my job. Got it. That's why they pay me to do my job. <laughs> Andy Reid is my guy. I talked to him this week, and we just talked about going against the Eagles and how their emotions might be, but he wants to win the game. I said, Coach, I totally agree. But when I look at this game, how can the Chiefs beat the Eagles? Mm. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and the passing game. Yep. Makes sense. I look at the Eagles, right? What they do, what, what the Chiefs do best, we defend best. Yep. With a number two defense overall, right? We have the third most sacks in NFL history. So if you're going to slow Patrick Mahomes down, you got to sack him. And then we got some DBs. Ooh, got some all-pro DBs, all some pro. pro bowl DBs. So wait, wait, wait. All-pro. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. For the record. For the record. Whenever Shady or Joy says all-pro, y'all got to say, it's, it's hard, hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to do. 25 for a second. Can I get that towel for a second, please? Now, if you can't hear me, you can see me. And I'm going with the Eagles, baby. Let's get this thing popping. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. And, and for the record, Dave Hellman, he's a cowboy guy, oh, by the is. way. You lied to the people again. He lied? You said that all three of us had different picks for the Super Bowl uh, winner. I always had the Eagles. You had the, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I'm Put sorry. some respect hey. on the green. Hey. That's fair. Hey, all that's right. Next time he's jumping over this desk. I, I don't know if y'all paid to see a fight, but next time we jumping over this desk. That's, that's right. My, that's my bad, buddy. Okay, I didn't get my pick yet. I didn't get my pick yet. I'm going to get my pick like this. Um, see, the thing about the Eagles roster, think about the Eagles roster, they got a whole bunch of beasts. Now, y'all forget about all the beasts because you just think about how good they are. Okay. But what I need y'all's help to do, Eagles fans, can I hear y'all Eagles fans? 
for the sake of the viewer at home, I'm going to name a player, and y'all just say beast. Then I'm going to name another player, and y'all just say beast. I like this game. Then I'm going to name I, another player, like and y'all just game. say beast. Okay, then. And you used to it's a lot of them, so get used to it. Yeah, you, yeah, we got to go. And y'all see, I ain't got no notes. I ain't got no notes. So we just going to go. <clears throat> the Eagles are going to win this game because Hassan, no, no, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Eagles going to win this game because what do I want to start, Brandon Graham? Whatever you want to do. Because Brandon Graham is a beast. Avante Maddox is a beast. Josh Sweat is a beast. Sweaty beast at that. Hassan Reddick is a beast. Fletcher Cox is a beast. A big beast. Chauncey Gardner Johnson is a beast. Darius Big Play Slay is a beast. There's some more now. Come on. Jordan Davis is a beast. Javon Hargrave is a beast. Preach to us now. Come on. Preach to us now. Jalen Hurts is a beast. Dallas Goddard is a beast. Lane Johnson is a beast. Jason Kelsey is a beast. AJ Brown is a beast. Quez Watkins is a beast. Miles Sanders is a beast. Devontae Smith is a beast. Now look. I feel bad for the three guys you left off the list. I know. Uh, yeah, hey, Jordan Mylar is a beast. <laughs> James Bradbury is a beast. here all day. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> Eagles going to win the game. That's a good thing, ain't it? Because they got a whole bunch of beasts. It's really that simple for you, boy. It's really that simple. Um, Dave Hellman, I, I got to come back to you for one final, final, final thought. Eagles got a whole bunch of beasts. But you picked the Chiefs. Make that make sense. I've said it at the top. Difference makers where they matter. Who's got the better quarterback in the game? Chiefs. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not as I'm not as animated. I'm not as animated. The Chiefs. It kind of rhymes with beast. Yeah, I see that. I see that. I did all that. Patrick Mahomes is a. No. 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 Travis Kelsey. Also, I think Chris Jones. We can do like this it. all day. I don't like this. Andy Reid. Like Andy Reid is arguably the best coach in football. I agree with that. They have the coach. They have the quarterback. They have the pass rushing defensive tackle. They got a Hall of Fame tight end. Their roster is not as good, but those guys, the four specifically that I just mentioned, can make a game-winning difference. Like I said, I'm iffy. This is this is going to be a tall order for the Kansas City Chiefs. But they got Patrick Mahomes, and I think they can do it. That's as, it's as simple as that. I love that. Hey, let me see if I can do this. Let me see if I can do this. I, I didn't prep this. Let me see if I can do this. Um, so up next, we got one of my favorite people on the show. Uh, he's a dude who went to the AFC Championship game, not once, but twice. Mark Sanchez is a... No doubt about it. Um, now, up next, we got... Mark Sanchez on the show. Now, everybody knows about his football accolades, but let me embarrass him for a second. He was on the cover of GQ. Oh. He was on the cover of GQ. Good looking dude. Uh, top five pick. New York Jets. He owes me a double date, by the way. He owes you one. Yeah, man. He and his playing time. He had some nice dates. Ooh. And you didn't, you didn't, you didn't get the. Didn't. He promised me he didn't do it. And he didn't deliver. I called him out. Oh, we I gonna call him out, him out next. What? We will call him out <laughs> next when we return. Friend of the program. <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I did not realize how good we looked until we were standing up. Oh, I, mean, I didn't realize how go. good everybody looked until we were standing up. Mark Sanchez, ladies and gentlemen, 
former teammate of myself, New York Jets quarterback. Now, Sanchez, what we need your help with is this. Well, first off, Shady, did y'all handle it? But before we went to break, Read off Shady it. said that Mark Sanchez owed him a date or two. Did y'all handle your business? We're going to settle that off camera. Off camera? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just it's not what it sure sounds like. Good. It's always what it looks like, but it's not what it's it sounds like. It's not what it sounds like. Okay. Now, what it looks like and sounds like is that the Eagles' defense is bone-crushing good. But we want to break down how Andy Reid, because he's a genius, as LaShawn yes, McCoy has yes, told me, is. how Andy Reid can stop the Philadelphia Eagles' pass rush. I went back and watched the Chiefs versus Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa. Okay. And I saw Shady and I saw Joy what all they did to slow down the Defensive Player of the Year. So we want to teach all at home a thing or two about what Andy Reid might be yep. able to do. He might be able to manipulate the outside linebackers to eliminate the pass rush, and here's how he's going to do it. Now let me introduce some characters. Joy Taylor is going to be Travis Kelsey. Tight end. Right. <laughs> nice. Mark Sanchez is going to be the quarterback. He's Patrick uh-huh. Mahomes. Okay. LaShawn McCoy, he needs no introduction. He's always a running back. He had beats. Uh, Pacheco, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Dave Hellman's going to be our offensive tackle. Dave, I'm going to need you here at right tackle, big dog. Right tackle. Going to need you here at right tackle. Job, man. All right, all right. you're up wise. You're on the line, on the line, on the line, on the line. Sanchez, can you be in the gun, sir? Can you gotcha, be in the shotgun, man. sir? Gotcha. Can you be in the shotgun? Shady, you need no help with this. Now, the very first thing that they can do, if I am Hassan Reddick, I have 19 sacks on the season. They can sprint left and simply sprint away. Dave will go away. They can sprint away from Hassan Reddick. Sanchez, give us a cadence. White 80, white 80, hut, boom, cross, boom. cross. They sprint away. When you sprint away, very simply put, Hassan Reddick, the left end with 16 sacks in the season, he is rendered useless. He will not be able to get anywhere and do anything. What else they can do? Joy, you go back uh, as Travis Kelsey. Sanchez, can you motion Travis Kelsey down? Joy and the offensive tackle, Travis Kelsey and the right tackle, they can double team Hassan Reddick. So very simply and put. And a drop back. And a drop back. Here we go. White 80, come on down, Travis. It's a hut. Boom. Boom. Double team. So now if Hassan Reddick is double teamed, he's not going to win that. That's another option. The other thing that they can do, Dave Hellman at tackle, three-step, Dave Hellman can just cut Hassan Reddick. So Hassan Reddick, 19 sacks on the season if you count playoffs. He injured Brock Purdy for context. The reason the Niners had no shot at the game, Hassan Reddick. Three-step, all you're going to do? Boom. Aggressive Don't up front, cut. take out his Don't legs. Don't cut me. Can't I got wait. bad knees, America. Say, there we go. you sure about this? Wide 80, wide 80, Boom. Boom. Cut. Quick they step, can also out. cut him. Ball's going to come out. Now, Shady, offset my way. If LaShawn McCoy, the running back, Isaiah Pacheco's offset towards Hassan Reddick, the other thing they can do, Shady, chip. you can come cut me right. Oh, let's go there. I love chip that. Him. You can chip him, Shady. You already know Get some rib meat. No Get some rib meat right in the ribs there, Shady. <laughs> white 80, white 80, hut. Boom. Boom. Shady, the running back, is going to come out. Way out. Bam. Bro. I, I got a question, though. I got oh. a question. <laughs> Everything's for. Hassan Reddick. Yep. They got too many up front. They got front. too many of them that could get the quarterback. They do. But you know what it is, Shady. They got to take care of one. You got to at least take at care least of one start first somewhere. and foremost. Start okay. somewhere. Now, here is how we're going to end. This was the most impressive play that the Chiefs had in their playbook, especially against the San Francisco 49ers. Shady, can you be? Uh, Hardman. Yeah, Miko Hardman. Oh, he's not playing. He's not playing. Uh, Jer- McKinnon. Yeah, I do. So McKinnon. Uh, it can be McKinnon in the slot. Okay, It'll be McKinnon okay. in the slot. Okay. Shady's going to come around. Sanchez is going to hand him the ball. Dave, you are not going to block me. The right tackle is not going to block me. Joy, you can just go upfield. You're not blocking me either. I'm the sh- best way sometimes to block somebody is Shady Stretch. Don't, don't pull no <laughs> hammy on set. Don't pull no hammy on set. All right, I'm ready. I'm all right, you good. The best way to block somebody sometimes is to not block him at all. Dave is the right tackle. I am going to be the pass rusher. Do not block me. Go straight up to the linebacker. So you're going to send him in motion. Quick pitch. Toss and ball. ball. Toss and ball. So this is Love the it. way. The Kansas City Chiefs scored not once but twice against the Niners' number one defense in ball. That's what the Eagles did to Micah Parsons, too. Exactly right. Whitey, Whitey, hut. Hot. Let him go, let him go, let him go. Boom. <laughs> before I even realized what has happened, before I even got to Shady's trying to score a touchdown, I don't know what, I don't know what Shady <laughs> and Travis Kelsey are doing. 
<laughs> and there they nice. are. Before the defensive end will either realize what happened, they can end up being unblocked. Sanchez, you are the resident quarterback. You are a genius. You yep. played in several big oh. games. How would you block an elite pass rushers well, like what they got going on? Yeah, elite here, pass rushers. Yeah, here's part of it. I think you got to start with the plan for Redick, number one. You got to chip him with the back. You got to double team him with the tight end tackle, like we mentioned. Get two tight ends on him. I'll tell you what I'd never do, and that's unfortunately what San Francisco found out quickly. I'll never have Kittle have to go across the formation and go try and chip him while your quarterback's turned yeah, away from him, yeah. Why turning not? around and getting Why smacked. Why would you not do that? The angle, his speed, part of it was because they were on the road and it was so loud. The silent cadence really screwed up the timing of that. That was an issue. The other thing is, I'd never put my second best blocking tight end one-on-one. -on -one. Croft, unfortunately, that's a job that's a little too big for that guy. He can't be one-on-one -on -one with him. I wouldn't do that to my guys. But the issue, once again, they shift these guys in and out like a line change in hockey. Yep. There's yep. too many of them. And that's what has me scared about Philly's defense. If I could have three jobs in the world, one would be to coach the Philly uh, O-line. Yep. Second would be coach the Eagles D-line. And third would be a bartender at a Mexican restaurant in Cinco de Mayo. That's how easy it is. All right? I promise you that is the best job in football is coaching those two sides of the football on the offensive it's, and defensive line. It's lots of, like, I guess, watch after. You got so many backups that can go on and do the same thing. One thing about Andy Reid, though, that I'm worried about is he's great with the screens. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid's known for having the screens. I mean, from Brian Westbrook on to all the running backs even now, and they get the ball out so quick. One thing about Pastor up. Mahomes, he gets the ball out so quick. Yep. I just think that, man, if, if we could just keep him contained in the pocket, not and I'm off crazy balance. and off balance. off balance. And we got to watch out there, Travis Kelsey. If Travis Kelsey have a big day, it's going to be a long, long night. He'll get some of those screens too. Absolutely. Yeah. They're going to have to, yep. the Chiefs are going to have to use the screen game to keep that defensive line off balance. It's going to be cadence, screen game, and all different kinds of blocking that you mentioned. Yeah. What do you, you think, Travis Kelsey? <laughs> <laughs> we back? We yeah. have back? Can we have back? Can we have back? Can oh, we have back? Oh, good and terrified of Hassan Reddick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sanchez, now let me ask you this as we get another chair onto the set. Let yeah, my chair. This. Let me ask you this. We'll trade for this. the date, you know me. <laughs> Sanchez, go right there. Let's welcome Mark Sanchez over here. <laughs> Sanchez, let me ask you this. If you are preparing for that caliber of defense, is the best approach, the Eagles' defense, is the best approach come out the gate and screen them and draw them and let that pass rush that the Eagles have be used against themselves? What's the best approach offensively? Well, I think you're going to see that from Andy Reid, number one. The first 15. You yeah. played for Andy Reid. He's the best first 15. As a West What coach, are the first 15? I want to make uh, sure the first, The first 15, you're scripting these 15 plays as if plays were going to go in sequential order, depending on where you get the football, but assuming you get it on your own 25, we're going to script an entire drive. And... Essentially, it's first, second down. First, second down, you have your top third down calls, whatever. But those first 15, you're going to see every personnel they got, every motion, every shift. Everything that the Chiefs will have to offer is going to be in those first 15 to 20 plays. And then they're going to just take notes as they run all those plays based on the situations. All right, how'd they react to this? What did they do to two tight ends? Who did they send on a blitz first? Who did they uh, spy the back with? Are they spying Mahomes or not? Boom. And then they're going to have counters off of everything. That's the magic of Andy Reid, having a contingency plan. So you're going to see it all at the yep. beginning. You're going to see a tight end screen in those first 15. You're going to see a halfback screen. You're going to see the jet sweep. You're going to see it all to get to where they want to be, to set up everything for the rest of the game. I just don't know if they have the juice to go the distance with these guys. They're going to need a return. Sky Moore, somebody's got to show up. Somebody's got to show up to make a play, to steal a possession, 
and give them a chance because pound for pound, I think the Eagles are very tough, maybe too tough. Let's see. Happy um, Chiefs. <laughs> lucky to be here. I got, I got a test. I got a, I got a test. I got a, t- I got a test for the audience. Let's see how in tune y'all are real quick before we go to break. Beast. Wait. Oh, oh, not sorry. Good. He's good. He's paying attention. Good. That was close. You have to introduce a character. My bad. You have to introduce a pronoun, oh a noun. You have to introduce a name. Well, we, I got to do this. Mark Sanchez is a beast. Sanchez appreciates you joining us. Yeah. <laughs> Trophy and a bust in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Perfect Ten, February 11th on Fox. Sadie, how you feeling, big I'm feeling dog? Good, I always feel good. <laughs> you got great fans in here. Yeah! There's some fans in blue. I'm not too happy. You're not to too say happy about. Well. But everybody else is good. Everybody good? Yeah. Um, okay, you want to know who is great? Patrick Mahomes, he won his second NFL MVP award yesterday. Give him the respect he deserves. But Shady, Jalen Hurts was an all-pro. Yes, he was. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, two of the best, if not the best, quarterbacks in the game. But, Dave, they both got a lot to gain. Mahomes can end up being the, the Tom Brady of the generation and just put leaps and bounds between him and everybody else. But if Jalen Hurts wins, miraculously, him and Patrick Mahomes got the same number of Super Bowl wins. Crazy as it sounds. So, Dave, let me come to you and ask, who in the world has more to gain in this game? Is it Jalen Hurts or is it Patrick Mahomes? I'm about to say something that's going to sound kind of mean, and I'm sorry. Jalen Hurts could win this game, and it won't put him on Patrick Mahomes' level. Like, that's, I mean, that's all, that's cool. You've got the same number of Super Bowls, two MVPs. Hall of Fame pace, like Patrick Mahomes is going to the Hall of Fame. I feel no hesitation to say that right now before he's played this game, before he's turned 30 years old. He's there. If there's a team in the league that I'm confident is going to be back in this game, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. They traded away Tyreek Hill. Like they purposefully took a step back and said, you know what? We can't afford this. We got to retool. We're going to get some younger receivers. We're going to spend a little bit less money. And they're still in this game. I think they'll be back. Patrick Mahomes is going to the Hall of Fame. Even if he doesn't win this game, he's going to have other opportunities. I say all that to say Jalen Hurts has so much more to gain. He does. I mean, at, at the end of the day, we all think, we've talked about this a number of times, he's earned his, his contract with Philadelphia. He's going to be the quarterback of the Eagles moving forward. Yep. But he's just not on that level of footing. Nobody in football is. Like We spent the year trying to make it Josh Allen. We tried to make it Joe Burrow for a little while. Jalen Hurts is the second team all pro. He deserves respect for that. But nobody is in Patrick Mahomes' stratosphere. He doesn't need, I mean, he would love to win this game, and it would do even more for his resume if he did. He doesn't need to win it to prove anything else in my eyes. Jalen Hurts, first of all, only one Eagles team in history has won the Super Bowl, so that is a thing unto itself. Like, he will be a legend in Philly forever if he wins this game. I think he has so much more to gain than Patrick Mahomes just because the resume is just not as, as, as concrete. Like I said, like I can say all that stuff about Pat definitively right now. We don't know where Jalen Hurts' career is going. I mean, Carson Wentz looked like he was going to be the quarterback in Philly for decades or, or more, and we know how that turned out. So nothing, nothing is guaranteed 
Other than that, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the world. <laughs> Sorry. Jordan, where do, you, where do you stand? Who has more to gain in this game? I, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts also for a lot of the reasons that Dave mentioned. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes' resume is solidified at this point moving forward. He's just building on his legacy. And we do have that feeling that he will be back and they'll be competitive for a long time, which, you know, windows don't last forever, but it feels like that way with Kansas City. Also, as you guys know, the Eagles do business a little aggressively. Howie is how he's going to do what's best for the team. And sometimes that means he's going to play hardball. It is a lot easier if you're Jalen Hurts to say, I deserve to be paid a certain amount. And I'm the future of this organization. If you win a Super Bowl, because as hard as it is to be an all pro, it's harder to win a Super Bowl. And it's harder to move off of someone who has won a Super Bowl, who is in the space that Jalen Hurts is in. If you, you know, the Nick Foles run was obviously a great run, but Jalen has been here for, for three years now. He's getting better every single year. He's building into a franchise quarterback. If he adds a Super Bowl to his resume, it will be much harder for them to move on from him. I don't think that they will want to move on from him. And it will validate this season for him as being something consistent and being something that's real, even though he's still being doubted. 2-5, more to gain. More to gain? I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. I think that if Jalen Hurts, we've seen how the development from last year to this year. They're like two different players. Yeah. I think he hasn't even seen a ceiling yet. He'll get better and better and better due time. Patrick Mahomes is our heir of Tom Brady. Tom Brady leaves. Patrick Mahomes is here now. Um, if he wins this game, right, first of all, he'll be an elite company. Yep. It's only been three quarterbacks in history to have multiple MVPs and multiple championships. He'll be with uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana. That's and a nice I, list. I, I'm all about uh, legacy. I'm all about resume. We talk about a lot of players. Oh, he's good. He's good. What's his resume? I think if he can go out here and win this game, you, you're already MVP, right? Then you get a championship. That's two. That's two championships in three. What, what is it? Uh, he's been in three um, Super Bowl appearances. That's crazy. So just on the legacy part, I think if Patrick Mahomes can go out there and win this game for his legacy, he has the most to gain. I love it. I love it. Well, look, we never get to do shows in front of a live audience. So I, I know all y'all's answers. We prepped before the show. But I don't yet know y'all's answers. So if Patrick Mahomes has more to gain, can I hear some noise? Yeah. Okay. If Jalen Hurts has more to gain, can I hear some noise? Yeah. Okay, so the audience has said it is Jalen Hurts. And I, I like that answer. I will actually side with my dog, my teammate forever, LaShawn Shady McCoy. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I think it's Patrick Mahomes because Dave said something brilliant when we were still in Los Angeles before we came out here, and he said this, that there's usually one quarterback a generation that ascends into a a crazy stratosphere. Whether Joe Montana, whether Aikman based on rings, Tom Brady, there's usually like a quarterback that just transcends everybody else based on rings, based on rings. We don't have to talk about talent based on rings. But if Patrick Mahomes is going to become that quarterback, he's got to become that quarterback based on rings. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have to be, remember, there's a fine line and no shot intended, but there's a very fine line between Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers got four MVPs, yeah. but he got one Super Bowl ring. Right. Now, the real dilemma is he only went to one. That hurts a lot. But if Mahomes doesn't win this ring, now we'll be talking about a whole bunch of appearances but you got to have a whole lot to show for it. Shady, how many Super Bowls did you go to? Two. How many wins did you have? Two. Shady went to two, and he won two. Thanks he to went you. to two. Thanks to Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Brady. <laughs> like, but it, but it matters. Yeah. Because yeah. he could have gone to two and had no ring. 
So it's not just about going for Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes is going to become that person, Dave, he has to become that person. And you can only become that person by winning. He's 27. I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. And look, we, we thought Rodgers would be back. Like, everybody thought that. Nothing is guaranteed. But I'll take the track record. Again, I really, like, Patrick Mahomes has put together a Hall of Fame caliber resume. Like, there aren't that many people in the history of the sport that have won MVPs with an S. <laughs> with an S. Like, that's really hard to do. And again, I'll say it one more time. He's 27 years old. I feel very comfortable banking on him to do this again, whether it's next year, three years from now. We haven't seen the last of Patrick Mahomes on this stage. Everything you just said is right. Like, he has a lot to gain from this. But he's going to be quarterback in Kansas City well into his 30s. He's going to be one of this generation's best, if not the best. I think, again, I'm, I'm done listening to anybody talking about any other quarterback until somebody does something. Like, somebody else win the Super Bowl before I'm worried about anybody that's not Patrick Mahomes. I'll push back a little bit on just, like, if he don't win this game, he's still that right now. I don't, I don't believe that. I think, especially knowing Patrick Mahomes, like, he's a, he's a competitor, right? I remember when I first got to Kansas City, and they were talking about, at the time, it was still, um, Aaron Rodgers was still at the top and Tom Brady. And Pat said, I'm QB1. I'm like, oh, he has a little dog in him. And I say that to say this, like, he looks to go out there and get two rings, three rings, four rings. He's not chasing Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. He's chasing Tom Brady. That's how he thinks. So when I talk about just who has more to gain, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes because of the resume. We won't see another Patrick Mahomes, I don't know, 20 years, 25, 30. You won't. We won't see another Tom Brady for another 20, 30 years. So now that we actually have a guy in this era that's going to carry it, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. It's got to be Pat. Joy, you, you heard what Shady said. You heard what Dave said. Where do you stand in regards to the fact that if Patrick Mahomes doesn't win, all the MVPs and all the regular season awards, he still only has one ring, albeit it is only at the age of 27. Where do you stand there? I just think that they've, they're set up for longevity. They're, they're set up to be a dynasty. I, I don't like to take for granted being at the Super Bowl and being and given the opportunity to win that, that does matter. We always think that these great teams are going to go on in perpetuity, and it never really actually works out that way. But they are set up that way. Andy Reid's going to be there for a while. Travis Kelsey's going to be there for a while. They're going to continue to mess with the, the lineups and, and, and bring in different players to put around him and rework his contracts so they can sign more players. It's just you have to trust the organization in the way that they do things. So it gives me more peace. Yeah to know that that's the situation. Now, he may never go back. We don't know. Th these opportunities are fleeting. But I'm going to lean towards, as Dave said, the resume, the track record when it comes to him being able to do that again and continue to build on what he's already done. I anticipate he'll win another MVP in, in his career, and I anticipate that they'll be going back to more Super Bowls or another Super Bowl. But if he's going to be in Tom Brady's space, I hear what you're saying as far as him having more to gain when it comes to legacy, but I think Jalen has to take a step to even establishing that legacy and winning this game. There's something I'm very, very interested in. Shady, we was at dinner last night, and Shady, he liked the debate. I'll tell you this. If you ever around LaShawn McCoy, no, you better be ready for a debate. <laughs> I like the debate. I win debates. That oh. sounds no. Y'all see what I got to do with I think you. he proved your point. Every day. Exactly. <laughs> um, Shady, I'm going to ask you a question off the top. Dave Hellman, get ready for it as well before we go to commercial break. This is a question I'm incredibly interested in. The Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and they've proven themselves to be able to win with a lesser talented skill position. We don't have to talk about the roster, but lesser talented skill position. Okay. But the Eagles, Shady, as you know better than anybody, their roster is stacked. Loaded. Jalen Hurts is in year three. 
Shady, let me come to you first. Who do you believe is set up more going forward? Clearly, we got a huge game in two days. But both of these teams look to be set for the future yeah. as well. Chiefs, Eagles. Who do you think set up more going forward? Uh, going forward, you know, one thing about Andy Reid and Brett Veach, who's the GM, they draft very well. All his players that he has, he drafted them players. So I think going forward, it might be the Chiefs. But the Eagles is loaded. They don't have to draft. They're ready now. And then Jalen Hurts, he gets so much criticism, right? Oh, he's not throwing the ball. He's running the ball all the time. He's getting better. Last year, it was I, could, I didn't believe it. We can't win with this guy. He's just throwing picks. And then he got better and better and better. That shows you the development. He's your coach's son. So most coaches' sons, they be like, they wired different mentally. He's a leader. He's so young. I got to go with the Eagles, man. Howie Roseman, he, he dressed well. And he's so going to trade. Whatever you got to trade to get a win. Whatever, whatever whoever. So I, I go Eagles. And whoever. And he going to cut whoever you got to Go cut whoever you got cut to get a win. Sorry. Hey, yo, look, look, look. Oh, he did cut. Oh, he cut did, oh, he did cut top, you. Five times. Hey, but it wasn't six. Always positive. He cut it you was, five times, but it wasn't six. But it wasn't six. Dave Hellman, very, very, very quickly. Dynasty, not dynasty. Who's more set up for the future? It's, it's the Chiefs. They've got Patrick Mahomes already. He gave them a sweetheart deal, by the way. Like, Patrick Mahomes is going to look. So he's already cheap yeah. compared to what he's worth. He's locked in. They got here after trading Tyreek Hill. Like, we know they can do this. I think the Eagles have this game, big opportunity, and they've got one more season where they'll look like this. But then what happens? The quarterback gets paid. And when the quarterback gets paid, it is hard to keep a team together. Devontae Smith is going to want his. You got Miles Sanders coming up. You got right now Darius Slay and Javon Hargrave are free agents as soon as this game is over. It's hard to keep this stuff together, especially when your quarterback is young and needs a contract. Patrick Mahomes already got his money, and the Chiefs are here again. I, I, like I said, nothing you can't take anything for certain. I'm very comfortable guessing we'll be talking about the Chiefs in another Super Bowl. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a guess here. Now, look, a lot of things we do script, but there are a lot of things on the show that we don't script. So I'm about to ask Dave a question that we have not rehearsed. Hopefully he gets it right. Oh, you do do that like a, you do multiple times a show. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, stop giving away our secrets. Dave, what topic? Does Shady like to debate the most? Dak Prescott. No doubt about it. <laughs> Cowboys fans, y'all in here? We got some Cowboys fans right here. I don't need a head nod. I need some noise. Cowboys fans. <laughs> there it is. Oh, I'm bringing you on next. I'm bringing you on next. Thank you. <laughs> when we return, CD Lamb, star receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, had the audacity to say Dak Prescott needs more oh, my help. God. Had the audacity to say that. Mark speak when we get back. The favorite debate topic on the show. That's next. Did you play that? that Shady. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. They, just, they rock with me. They rock with me. You're not going to believe what we have to talk about next. Who? You're not going to believe it. Who it is? Shay, I don't want to do it. I don't want to tell you. It's this man, last name Prescott. Oh. You know his first name? Quarterback for the Cowboys. Quarterback for the Cowboys. That. That. Now look now, Shady. CeeDee Lamb, all pro wide receiver. All pro? It's hard to do. It's hard to do. He's pretty, he pretty, he pretty good. He said that Dak Prescott needs more help. He said, quote, you got to surround the quarterback. You go look at the Eagles. He was talking about your Eagles. You go look at the Eagles. They got three great receivers, a tight end, and a great O-line group. He said Dak Prescott needs more help. Yeah. What you say? <laughs> First of all, he's comparing the Eagles to the Cowboys. 
The Cowboys, they've been with each other for quite some time. You had a quarterback in Dak Prescott who you paid $100 million to. <laughs> Where, where Jalen Hurts is still young. It was his third year? Third year. Come on. So he needed help to get, to get going. Now he's going. He might not need that much help. But let's go to the Cowboys. Let's just talk about this to the Cowboys. That's what you like to do. Leave my birds out of it. Now, CD, I don't want to argue with you because you're a hell of a player, right? You must know something. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken on, on the offense, pro bowler and Tony Pollard. Yep, running back. Not a pro bowler, but uh, uh, all pro is CD Lamb. Hard to do. Hard to Hard do. To do. Uh, offensive line, very well. Pretty good offensive line. line. Your backup running back is Zeke. He's pretty good. Short yardage, that's his game. When Dak Prescott came out from injury, right, do you, do you, does anybody know the fans, what they rank as an offense? Does anybody know? One. So how do you rank number one, but you need more help? Wow. See, the, the problem is, CD don't want to be real. You don't want to be real? Now, he's a good player, but he, he don't, player. but he don't keep it real. He don't keep it real. Let me keep it real. Don't keep it real, then. What they need help with, is Dak Prescott, the quarterback, don't throw the ball to the other team. Yeah, there you go. There's no way that that you could only play 12 games and have the most interceptions in the whole NFL. How do you do that? I don't know. He has the most pick six. Oh, my God. Now, in the crowd, I met one a young kid. He was a quarterback. And I said, what's the one rule you can't do? You know what he said? You can't have picks. He knew that. So he's like 14 years old. He don't have $100 million. I don't have million. Well, I don't think you do. Right. Now, listen, only, I'm going to leave it like this. CD, only help y'all need is, I don't want to say better coaching. I don't, because I think McCarthy did a good job. I'm going to say your quarterback has to be more accountable. Don't turn the ball over, because they could have won that game against the 49ers. And the reason why they lost why that game, not because they didn't have no talent, okay. but because their quarterback turned the ball over. It's plain and simple. Just keep it on. They couldn't even move the ball, the, the Niners. Only time they got, they got points is from turnovers from the Cowboys. I do your job. Come on, CD. I do your job. Dave Hellman. <laughs> First of all, it's getting hot in Arizona. First of all, uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner, Dak Prescott. That's, that's respect, though. That's respect. Give some love to my guy. He does good work. Surely it can't be a coincidence, or can it? that a guy with an interception rate of less than 2% his entire career, fourth best in football heading into this season, had it almost triple in a year where the Cowboys traded Amari Cooper away and signed a receiver who tore his ACL less than a calendar year ago, or a calendar year ago at this point, now that we're at the Super Bowl. Dak Prescott was working with a very depleted offense this year. I can go down the line. Michael Gallup tore his ACL in January. He wasn't ready for the start of the season. I don't know what's funny about that. Dalton Schultz did not live up to the franchise tag this year. Zeke Elliott, his last 50 carries of the year, you know how many yards they went for? A hundred. You want to do some math on what the yards per carry on that is? It's two, by the way. Tony Pollard's a great player. He broke his leg before halftime of that game. Or maybe it was the third quarter. At this point, I don't remember. It was such a brutal game. Leaving Dak with C.D. Lamb. The offensive line... We have to put to bed the myth that the Cowboys' offensive line is amazing. Not amazing. It hasn't been in a long time. Tyron Smith is a potential Hall of Famer. He was hurt this year. He's been hurt most of the last five years. He was playing out of position by the end of the season. Tyler Smith's a rookie. Zach Martin's a hell of a player. Won't take it away from him. Cowboys' offensive line hasn't been what it is. I think the perfect example of teams surrounding their quarterbacks with talent, they're playing. We don't even have to talk about the Eagles because it's not fair. Jalen Hurts is a rookie. You can do a lot of cool stuff. Or not, you know what I mean. He's on a rookie contract. 
Patrick Mahomes is, is the best quarterback playing right now, right? What did the Chiefs do when they traded away Tyreek Hill? First of all, they still have Travis Kelsey. Then they go out and get Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster. You can, compl- you can say those guys aren't great. They spent $40 million on receiver replacements. They go out and trade for Kadarius Toney, who's the top 20 pick. They do everything they can. Even when Tyreek Hill's not available, they do everything they can to surround their quarterback with talent. We have not seen that from the Dallas Cowboys. You just can't tell me that's true. CeeDee Lamb is a wonderful player. It's not enough. It wasn't enough in San Francisco. And, yes, Dak deserves culpability for playing poorly in that game. I've never argued otherwise. Who lost that game? Did he lose that game? Or or did this bad uh, Cowboys team you keep talking about? Dak Prescott was the biggest reason why they lost that game. I figured that. These are whole sample sizes, though. Again, talking about a guy who threw an interception 1.8% of the time heading into this, and it ballooned up to almost 4%. What changed? Did Dak suddenly forget how to do that? Or were his options down the field not as good? It makes me so sad when Joy looks away from me like that. Because I know what she's about to do. Well, and it breaks my heart. If he know what you're about to do. It's not Dak's fault. Go ahead, Joy, and do what you got to do. Right, Does well, Dak need more? I, I'm, I'm sort of in the, I'm in the middle of my guys here. Because I do agree with Shady that Dak lost that game. And that I really think if he did not play the way that he played, they would have beat the Niners. And I think the Niners are a better team than Dallas. And I think that Dallas had enough to win a championship this year. I said all that. But as I'm listening to Dave, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but when Dak plays without Amari Cooper, he's not the same player. And CD had an amazing season. And CD's the number one receiver. I do think that I knew they were going to move on from Amari Cooper because my mom is a Cowboys fan. And they didn't just, hide it. The writing was on the wall that yeah. they were going to move on from Amari Cooper. And I don't like that they really didn't make an aggressive move to replace him. And we talked about at the trade deadline that they could have done something, you know, maybe aggressive to add something to this, to this roster. I think anybody who's not in this game playing in that stadium has work to do. Like, that's how it goes. If you didn't make it to the end of the road, you have roster additions or subtractions that you need to make, if we're just being frank about it. When you look at the Dallas Cowboys, it's just that there's always an excuse. And if you dig a level deeper, the reason why they can't is because they paid Dak Prescott a bunch of money, which, by the way, he deserved which, by the way, you had to pay him more money because you wanted to pay Zeke first, which, by the way, nobody does in life because that's not how you build a roster, which, by the way, only happened because who owns the Dallas Cowboys? Jerry Jones. There you go. So, I mean, we can get in between of whether they need to add pieces, which I do think they do. Dak Prescott needs to play better. But at the end of the day, you're going to get what you get with the Dallas Cowboys, which is a continuous cycle of we them boys to disappointment in perpetuity. (laughs) (laughs) We them boys to disappointment in perpetuity. Um, I think that Dak got to do more. I, I don't agree with CeeDee Lamb. I ride with 2-5 on this one. Joy made a great point. The Cowboys had enough to beat the Niners. Hold on. I usually do. Sorry. She usually do. <laughs> the Cowboys had enough to beat the Niners. It's really that simple. And the Cowboys beat the Eagles, albeit without uh, Jalen Hurts. But even when Cooper Rush started, Cowboys lost to the Eagles 27-19. And there was not a large gap yeah. between those two teams, particularly because they're rivals. So if you got enough, to beat the Niners and all six of their All-Pros. And mm-hmm. y'all know that's hard to do. Hard to do. If you got enough to beat the Niners and all six of their All-Pros, what more do you need? That Prescott in that game threw mindless interceptions. He didn't throw, I don't have star receiver interceptions. He threw bad ball interceptions. The interception that Fred Warner got, that wasn't a, I need Amari Cooper interception. Right. That was a, I did not see the quarter flat defender biting back in Jimmy Ward. Yeah. That was a bad pick. The interception to Michael Gallup, he had CeeDee Lamb in the flat. 
He had him in the flat. He didn't take him. He almost, he almost threw another pick. He almost threw another interception to Dre Greenlaw. Yeah. Off, yeah. A bad, off a bad decision. So the Dak picks that cost him the game, they weren't I need more help picks. They were these are bad decision picks. Furthermore, Andy Reid came on our show three days ago. Yep. Came on our show. He, he, because of LaShawn McCoy and his relationship, he stopped what he was doing during the Super Bowl, came on our show, and he said this. What he was most proud of was getting all of these castaways, if you will, mm-hmm. receivers that other teams didn't want. Marquez Valdez-Scanley, Kadarius Toney, Juju Smith, yeah. and, and, and molding them into one collective star. The job of the quarterback is to make the players around you significantly better, all of them if you can. And so if I am Dak Prescott and you have CeeDee Lamb, who got significantly better this year, I'm not going to blame Dalton Schultz. I know what Dalton Schultz is capable of. And he was playing through a PCL injury. If you have Dak Prescott and you have Michael Gallup out there coming off an ACL, like, I'm not going to blame Michael Gallup. I'm going to look at Dak Prescott and say, are you doing everything within your power to elevate these receivers? The the difference is, like, he's actually out there losing the games. That's the difference. If if I'm throwing a pass to one of my younger guys and he's dropping it, that's one thing. But don't picks you talk about in that game, he lost them games. You know the problem with Dak Prescott is? And I I think I'm biased of it, too. I, I know you are. The thing is, Dak was great for a fourth-round draft pick yeah. that beat the odds, right? He did so well. Most, most fourth-round draft picks, they might not make it. That's just what happens. But he was so good that like, wow, we praised him. We praised him. Then when he got paid, now once you get paid, the pressure's bigger. You're a $100 million quarterback. Now he's like an underachiever from what he's making. Now you're a $100 million dude. We need results. We need wins. We, we, we don't need the excuses, oh, we just need, we need more in the locker room. No, we paid you because we thought you were the guy to win. When you talk about Patrick Mahomes, he's winning with castaways. That's how it works. You get paid, you have to go out there and win. We're comparing Dak Prescott to Patrick well, Mahomes. I, I'm the same quarterback. That's what we're I'm doing here. Court- no, 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 no. But, okay, okay, well, if you want to, okay. All the quarterbacks that get paid, they're big bucks. Let's talk about them. So you got who? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He gets heat for not winning, right? Aaron Rodgers, he's finally starting to get the heat. He makes a lot of money. And he's getting a lot of L's. Russell Wilson. Once you get paid, all them excuses that you love to give out for Dak Prescott is over with. And you can't be weak when you have number one office when you came back. I I do agree with you there. I do agree that at this – because I I was on Dak's side for a long time with this. This year made it much more difficult. I do agree with you there. But if if we are going to recognize that he is an overachiever, which he always always has been. He was. He was was an over – yeah, yeah, but that's what he he is. Now, his pay says he's not an overachiever. But he is still. We know he's a fourth-round draft pick. There are limitations there with talent. If that's the case, then you have to recognize that as the Dallas Cowboys, and you do need to put more talent Thank around him. But, but that doesn't absolve him respons- of responsibility no, of, of doing what he needs to do. So that's my, that's my issue he's with it. It's like, no more. He's, he's, ele- he's elevated past the fourth round. But I'll say you got drafted in the fourth round, and you exceeded all the expectations for a fourth-rounder. Now I'm like, oh, well, we got to steal. This, he might be a first-rounder. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you win the fourth but the way you play, we look at you like you a top now dog. You paid like Shane yeah. and I had this conversation in the car ride two days ago, Dave Hellman, and the conversation was this. The reason that everybody, I believe, is confused about Dak is Dak came – Dave and I worked for the Cowboys in 2016. Every day we spent it one for the it, it was tough. Oh. It was tough. Oh. But Dak is a fourth-round pick, crazy overachievement. I mean, crazy. 13-3 and three, his rookie year. He got an MVP vote his rookie year. MVP vote his rookie that's year. Right, that's right. So as a fourth-round pick, oh, my God. That was incredibly impressive. But once you were in the league for a while, we stopped looking at where you were drafted. I know, I was in the league, and I was drafted low, and people were like, hey, I don't, I don't care you were drafted in the sixth round, Nacho. You're on the team. 
You're starting on special teams. Make the tackle or don't make the tackle. Don't tell coach I was a six-round pick. LaShawn McCoy was a second-round pick. He was a first-round top-five talent. So let's not get it twisted. So, Dave, I think the dilemma is now that Dak's getting paid 160 mil, we need 160 mil worth of results. I mean, I love the irony here. Like, Ooh, yeah, they yeah. Fire, we got fireworks in the back, y'all. We did fire. We did fire. We got fireworks in the back, right, y'all? Dak brings that out in people, you know? <laughs> the fireworks always happen when we talk about Dak. <laughs> I just think it's ironic. We're talking about a guy who's never had a losing season, by the way. He just won a playoff game this year. It's crazy the way that the fact that he played one of the best playoff games in recent memory is completely glossed over. Like, it never happened. Five touchdowns against Tampa Bay. Tom, Tom Brady's final game, by the way. Retired Tom Brady. That was about as close to the Super Bowl as the Cowboys. That, I mean, you're that. not wrong about that. I'm just saying. I think it, it's crazy the way he gets held to a different standard, and I'm not trying to absolve the guy of blame. He does need to play better, but guess what? Quarterbacks cost money. They just, they just do. It, it's not about – you don't get paid because you're the best. You get paid because quarterback is the most important position. Oh, we got a fire. Wait, we got more fireworks. Can y'all get the shot of the fireworks? Can y'all get the shot of the fireworks? And a bio. And a bio. This whole show, this whole show. We didn't even pay for this. We didn't even pay. Shady, you pay for this one? No. Uh, I don't even know what happened. This whole, that was for us. That, you know what, Dave? I'm sorry. We got to go to break on that. I mean, there's no way you can beat a flyover and fireworks. When we return, Perhaps we... the receiver for Dak, please. I, I, I was going to break, Dave. I'm going to break. <laughs> when we return, we got to talk about how the Chiefs can and will What y'all don't realize at home, during commercial break, Shady is like a MC extraordinaire. Yeah. Like, Shady got a mic. He out here rapping with people. He out here DJ. Shady, how you feeling, man? I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. <laughs> I, this, this is my element right I here. Know, I know. The studio be so quiet. The makeup girls, they just, they just little chitter-chatter. I like the hair. I like to hear it. It's like I'm in the field again, you know? Joe catching strays during the show. <laughs> wow. All right, let, let, let's ask this question because... Of all the topics I'm interested in, there's this particular one. Joy always comments about the fact that the Chiefs aren't getting enough respect, in large part because of the Eagles roster, and we praise, we excessively praise the Eagles roster. <laughs> so, Joy, if the Chiefs are going to win, and they're one-and-a-half-point underdogs, if the Chiefs are going to win, how do they do it? How does it happen? Um, he's, he's done a few things in the, his career that have been impressive. His name is Patrick Mahomes. And I think he, yeah, you've heard of him? Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. No, it's, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, I believe. I mean, that's, that's the reason why everyone is respecting what the Chiefs are doing because of him. We know how many beasts are on the Philadelphia side of the ball, and they deserve respect for the consistency that they've had all season long. But in this matchup, it is two one seeds. Uh, we, the reason I, I keep joking about Kansas City being this scrappy underdog is that they got through the AFC. This defense got through the AFC, through all of those talented quarterbacks that are on, in that conference. Conversation about the Eagles. Have they, have they really beat anybody? Have they been battle-tested? Who's more battle-tested than Kansas City Nobody. if the Eagles haven't? Nobody. So it, it, what this is going to come down to is, is the best player on the field going to make a play and play his best game? So uh, upsetting the Eagles, and, and, you know, I think we're getting we're technically upset. I, again, think it's a little bit of an exaggeration. No one's going to be surprised if the Chiefs win this game. 
But to me, you've got to respect the most talented and the best player on the field, which is Patrick Mahomes. And if the Chiefs are going to upset the Eagles, it's going to be because he plays spectacularly. If the Chiefs win, I believe it will be because of one name that might be relatively obscure. Anybody know the name Jonathan Gannon? Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon is the Eagles defensive coordinator. Yeah. I do not believe that the Chiefs can go take this game from the Eagles. I personally don't believe it. I believe the Eagles would have to give it to him. Mm. Travis Kelsey had a four-touchdown game against the Raiders because the defensive coordinator did not realize that Travis Kelsey is the best receiving tight end in the history of football. You should probably double-team him. Travis Kelsey had a three-touchdown game against the Chargers because they just wanted to single Travis Kelsey. If Jonathan Gannon, Shady McCoy, does not have a plan of how to stop Travis Kelsey, that will be how the Chiefs win. I do not believe Marquez Valdez-Scantling can go beat Darius Slay one-on-one. I do not believe that Juju Smith-Schuster can go beat All-Pro James Bradbury one-on-one. I personally don't believe it. Travis Kelsey can beat whoever one-on-one. So Jonathan Gannon is the name that everybody at home needs to research before the game and figure out how much they love and or believe in him. Because Jonathan Gannon and his game plan, in my mind, will be the reason the Chiefs win the game or lose the game. It'll come down to him. What say you, 2-5? What will be the reason? Upset, upset, upset. Yeah, what will be the reason? I'm going to go with uh, more on the defensive side, right? I think if the Chiefs can control the Eagles' running game, we run the ball so well. And then once we start running the ball well, we get that man-on-man, right? Now you're trying to put all your guys in the box to stop the run. Then that's when Devontae uh, Smith goes crazy. Yep. That's when A.J. Brown oh, gets crazy, yep. one-on-ones. They're making these catches. If you stop the run, it, it gives the, the, the Chiefs a better chance, right? And another thing is they got to go up by two possession um, scores. We've only, what, rarely had that with the Eagles where Chiefs we had to, yeah, we had to come back and, and um, um, win the game. Yeah. I think it was, what, twice? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Season, yeah. And that was in the rain, so it was like whatever. Where the Chiefs, if they get up by a couple points and make the Eagles go back and fight and claw back in it, score two touchdowns or a touchdown to field goal, two possessions, I'm saying, that's the only chance I think they have. That's such a good point. Very rarely, and it's a testament to how good the Eagles are, very rarely have they had to play off of their script. Like, they have controlled the vast majority of their games. And very, we've been bullies, Dave. Let's say it. You Let's have. say we've been bullies. You have. <laughs> they absolutely have. Like, it's very hard to. Dave, is Shady a bully? Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh, well, <laughs> to me? Every day. All the time. Oh, no. But I, I'm, I, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. No, he's right. Like, the Eagles have been dominant basically from beginning to end this season. You could argue how hard they've been tested, but who cares? They're playing over there on yeah. Sunday. It doesn't matter at this point. Right. But I think. The Chiefs are equipped to do that. I mean, when you have Mahomes, when you have their firepower, you can do that. And I would be fascinated to see Jalen Hurts try to keep up and attract me. Or, God forbid, dig the Eagles out of a hole. It's just not something we've seen very often. I think at the end of the day, Andy Reid himself would agree that 1-53, to the Eagles are a better team. But there's three or four players on the Chiefs that can make that much of a difference. Quarterback being one of them, Travis Kelsey. I don't care what Jonathan Gannon does. Like, Travis Kelsey, has, he's, he's got he's to make an impact on this game. But you can keep him from. Remember, they went no. eight straight. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Eight straight games, Travis Kelsey did not score a touchdown. Travis had that four-touchdown game. He had that three-touchdown game. Then as I look at it, yeah, there were seven straight games from week 13 until week 18 where teams finally were like, you know, you can take one guy out a game, as Shady will attest to. If you want to take one out, you can take one out. Can but you I, can't take multiple. Go ahead. I got a stat for you. Teams in the playoffs are good and typically have good coaches that know how to draw up good game plans, right? 
Travis Kelsey has 15 touchdowns in 15 career playoff games. He shows up in these moments. Yeah, beast. He does. And so, I mean, of course, of course the Eagles are going to try to do that. It can't happen. Travis Kelsey's got to be better, or somebody's got to win enough one-on-ones outside to take the pressure off him. And on defense, Chris Jones has to do what he did against Cincy. How's Jalen Hurts going to react to pressure right in his face, right in the pocket? He can do that, even against the Eagles' offensive line. I think he's capable of disrupting it. You could kick him out to, to the to edge and hope he can make an impact there. Those three, for me particularly, obviously Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones, they've got to be all pro. All three of them have to play all pro in this game if the Chiefs are going to win. Y'all having fun? Now, look, when we return, we got to talk about Jalen Hurts because that is the star quarterback, but he's still getting a whole bunch of disrespect. I don't know. I can't make sense of it. Can Jalen Hurts end the disrespect in two days? We're going to talk about that next. We are having nothing but fun here. Well, Jalen Hurts, he had a whole lot of fun this season. He was a second-team All-Pro. That's hard to do. He's a second-team All-Pro, but he's still getting disrespected, 2-5. That's your quarterback. That's the quarterback of a team that you played for, that you lead all-time in rushing yards. Can Jalen Hurts, will Jalen Hurts, end the disrespect in two days? Disrespect? Who? They talk. They talk. Oh, I seen I seen that. The, the Niners player, the kicker. kicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kickers is big kickers. Anyway, uh, I mean, no, like, come on, Jalen Hurts is a second team All Pro. That's hard, hard to do. Hard to do, right? <laughs> and, and it's like, I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and they say, oh man, they can, they don't need Jalen Hurts. They can win without him. Well, we seen what that looked like. The games that he didn't play, we lost. He's 16 and one as our starter right now. We only go as far as he goes. Everybody knows that. You know, being with Tom Brady for, for the year we won a Super Bowl with, with the Bucks. one thing I learned from him is he always read with the, the opposing team and he read what his, what his teammates said, just to know what they're thinking. And every time you read with the, the, the opposing team, the coaches, they all say how Jalen Hurts makes this team go, right? The teammates that he plays with, they all talk about how we need our captain, our leader, Jalen Hurts. So I don't know what the disrespect you're talking about, what you're reading. I don't know what the kicker from the 49ers said. I don't really look at look, read kickers, what they even say. But I just think that Jalen Hurts, he's the future of Philadelphia. And we only go as far as Jalen Hurts. I think he ends it completely, this game. I think that Jalen Hurts will go out and the Eagles will not only win. I've said that before. But I think Jalen Hurts will play a good game. Uh, he hasn't played well in the playoffs. We know that. Statistically speaking, he hasn't played well in the playoffs. But they've won. They won. And, and, and the winners, they write the stories. I don't know if y'all know that back behind me, but at the end of the day, the winners get to write the stories. So we don't necessarily look into the fact that Jalen Hurts hasn't played well the first two playoff games because it's irrelevant. Right. Because they won. But when you lose, boy, we start talking bad about you. It don't matter what you've done. If you lose, we start talking bad about you. So Jalen Hurts, I believe, has to and will go out there and play a good game. The only way the Eagles can win this game or the most easy way is if Jalen Hurts balls. We had Fred Warner on the show yesterday, best linebacker in football. Shady and I were talking to him off mic, walking back on set. Fred Warner, star linebacker for the 49ers. And he said, I hate going up against mobile quarterbacks. He said that. He said, I hate going up against mobile quarterbacks because you have to plan and prepare for so much. And so, Dave, as I look at it, I do think Jalen Hurts ends the disrespect because he will play a good game because he has no choice. Can I hit you with a cold, hard reality? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He can't completely end the disrespect, and the reason is haters going to hate. That's what they do. You got a Wayne bar for this one? 
I was texting Wayne before the show, and I went. I need can a we bar. prep the Wayne stuff? Like, can you tell me ahead you got of time? Got a little Wayne for me? No, not off the top. It's hard doing live TV, man. Don't do that to me. <laughs> no, man. Like, maybe you've heard the name LeBron James. Yep. He set the scoring record this week. People still got wild stuff to say about LeBron James, do they not? Like, an unassailable resume. He's done everything you could ever want to do. And some people just don't like the guy or don't want to give him his flowers. If Jalen Hurts wins this game, even if he plays great, somebody's going to have something to say. Maybe people from Dallas. That seems plausible. That seems plausible. Yeah, they, 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 they People are going to say, of course he played a great game. He threw it to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith all day. Like, I mean, that, that's going to happen. You argue with your mom. It is. Um, but the thing is, if you're paying attention, you know that's ridiculous. You know that Jalen Hurts has played phenomenally. Howie Roseman said it to us. He was like, well, we've lost one game that he's been the starter this year. Like, what else do you want the guy to do? He's been the catalyst for that. He is the central component of this offense. It doesn't look the way that maybe football purists want it to. He doesn't throw it around the yard at all these crazy arm angles like Patrick Mahomes does. But he is so valuable to this team. Anybody that doesn't see that, I don't really value their opinion that much. They're still going to have it. <laughs> Hopefully, everything I've seen from Jalen Hurts is that he doesn't give a damn. What did he say yesterday? I had a purpose before you had an opinion. That's a bar. You want to talk about bars, that's a bar. I don't think Jalen Hurts is worried about it, and neither am I. The kicker said... <laughs> <laughs> if you disrespecting Robbie Gold, though. I mean, kicker. Robbie Gold, like, come on, come on. Everybody can't bring this message. Sometimes the messenger matters. Someone might be giving you some real facts, but if, if, if it's... If it's the kicker for the Niners, it's not going to hit the same way. He better not be all pro, though. Robbie Gold better not be all pro. He's 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 all pro at home. Yeah, that don't count. He's a kicker. He's not kicking in that game. He's not kicking in that stadium. You're right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Anyway, the kicker said, and I like kickers, actually. I'm just. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I really don't want to hear this from from him right now. If you make Jalen Hurts play quarterback, you're going to have a pretty solid day on defense. Like he tackling somebody. That that drives me crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying, what what today's point, what else does he have to do? Because I don't even really think of Jalen Hurts as a run first quarterback. There are certain quarterbacks that I do, and I don't think of Jalen Hurts that way. Maybe that's just me, but if you're if you're gonna talk about what AJ Brown has done and Devontae Smith has done, did he run the ball to them or did he throw the ball to them? So if their offense goes through these incredible receivers, his job is to throw the ball to the receivers. How's the ball getting there? Uh, it's messenger service. Throw it through the Uber game. Eats. I don't understand. Like what? It just doesn't. It, the math is not mathing for me. Either he is playing in the quarterback position or he's he's not. And they're they're utilizing the offensive pieces that they put in place to help elevate him as they should. That's a well-run team. I just don't subscribe to uh, to hu- like suffering hustle. Like I, 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 you got to suffer before. No, he's done that. They were kicked out of the playoffs very easily last year. He went into the offseason with a mission, and he came back bigger, stronger, better, and they put better pieces around him. He plays a quarterback position, and the, 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 the biggest thing for me is we got to see this team without him for two games this season, and the offense looked terrible. So sometimes we're like, oh, we don't know what it would really look like if we didn't have him. We got that opportunity. And how do they look? They did not. So I don't, I don't like good. the disrespect. Jalen Hurts, we don't like the disrespect. We don't like the disrespect. You're going to put an end to it. Coming up, trust me, you do not want to miss how we are going to end this show live from Arizona. It's Speak, baby.
Hey, Shady, 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 Shady. Big dog, I didn't pass Eagles. Uh, I, I didn't pass English 10 in high school, right? Yeah. I, I didn't pass it because I couldn't spell very well. Yeah. And so I need your help spelling this one particular huh? word. Before I spell it, though, can I put it on? I see Nick Wright in the, in the, in the crowd. Can I put it on for me? Yeah. <laughs>